Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Nicole and you're listening to Pray the Word. And we are a podcast where we like to pray the Word of God in relationship with Him, fully expecting Him to answer because we have relationship with Him through Holy Spirit because of the blood of Christ. It's an amazing, amazing relationship that we get to have with the God of the universe who wants to be called Father by us. It's amazing. He's drawn us into relationship and he eagerly desires it. If there's anything that um, I've been impressed with this morning, it's God's eager desire for us just to come and sit and be with him, just to be with him. So we are in the series of Advent and we're starting day eight today. And the scriptures are Isaiah 40, Psalm 85, 2 Peter 3, and Mark 1. The uh, link to the free PDF that we are reading through put out by Dwell app will be in the notes below if you'd like to read along as we go. We are using the Passion Translation and also the New Living Translation to read through our scriptures. Lord, once again, I invite you here. God, I just, I quiet my own heart. And I ask you simply just to come. Help me to rest in your presence. Help us to rest in your presence, God, and be amazed that the God of the universe desires us, desires to spend time with this one listening. It's an amazing thing, God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for Advent. Thank you that we get to pray it out. Thank you that your word is effective, God. And when we speak, things happen. When we pray, things happen. When we rest, things happen. God, when we rest in you. So come Holy Spirit, I ask you to invade and envelop the one who is listening right now with an overwhelming sense of your presence, an overwhelming sense of your love and your desire for them, Lord. Help them to rest in your presence even in this moment as we begin to read through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell her, that her sad days are gone and her sins are pardoned. Yes, the Lord has punished her twice over for all her sins. Listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Fill in the valleys and level the mountains and hills. Straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all the people will see it together. The Lord has spoken. A voice said, Shout. And I asked, What should I shout? Shout that people are like the grass. Their beauty fades as quickly as the flowers in a field. The grass withers and the flowers fade beneath the breath of the Lord. And so it is with the people 
The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. O Zion, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintops. Shout it louder, O Jerusalem. Shout and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. Yes, the sovereign Lord is coming in power, and he will rule with a powerful arm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. Psalm 85 For the pure and shining one, a prophetic song composed by the sons of Korah. Lord, your love has poured out so many amazing blessings on our land. You've restored Jacob's destiny from captivity, God. You've forgiven our many sins and covered every one of them in your great love. And now I'll listen carefully for your voice and wait to hear whatever you say. Let me hear your promise of peace, the message every one of your godly lovers longs to hear. And I just say this would be a good time maybe to pause in his presence. You can pause the podcast and just invite him to come and do what the scripture says, that you'll listen carefully for his voice and wait to hear whatever he would say. Then come back to the podcast. Now I'll listen carefully for your voice and wait to hear whatever you say. Let me hear your promise of peace, the message every one of your godly lovers longs to hear. Don't let us, in our ignorance, turn back from following you. For I know your power and presence shines on all your lovers. Your glory always hovers over all who bow low before you. Your mercy and your truth have married each other. Your righteousness and peace have kissed. Flowers of your faithfulness are blooming on the earth, and righteousness shines down from the sky. Yes, the Lord keeps raining down blessing after blessing, and prosperity will drench the land with a bountiful harvest. For deliverance and peace are his forerunners preparing a path for his steps. So dear friends, don't let this one thing escape your notice. A single day counts like a thousand years to the Lord Yahweh, and a thousand years counts as one day. And this means that contrary to a man's perspective, the Lord is not late with his promise to return as some measure lateness but rather his delay simply reveals his loving patience towards you because he does not want any to perish but all to come to repentance oh god i pray for those in our sphere of influence that we know that lord have not been walking according to your ways or those in our sphere of influence, Father, especially who do not yet know you, God, you have been 
kind to give time as you continue to call to them for them to respond to you, God. Let today be the day of their salvation. Let today be the day they hear your voice and they do not harden their hearts as they have in their rebellion up to this point. God, let them turn towards you and be healed and be given, Lord, deliverance and peace as forerunners. And God, I pray for the believer, Lord, who has been so distracted by so many things and hindered by so many things that they're weighed down. Father, whether it's sin or good things gone awry, Father, that again, deliverance and peace would be forerunners, Father, of your rest for them as well. Help them, Father, empower them to throw off everything that hinders and whatever sin has entangled them, let them run their race with perseverance, unhindered, Father, by anything, believing that you will provide for them everything they need along the way. The day of the Lord will come and take everyone by surprise, as unexpected as a home invasion. The atmosphere will be set on fire and vanish with a horrific roar, and the heavenly bodies will melt away as in a tremendous blaze. The earth and every activity of man will be laid bare. Since all these things are on the verge of being dismantled, don't you see how vital it is to live a holy life? We must be consumed with godliness while we anticipate and help to speed up the coming of the day of the Lord. When the atmosphere will be set on fire and the heavenly bodies consumed in a blaze. But as we wait, we trust in God's royal proclamation to be fulfilled. There are coming heavens new in quality and an earth new in quality where righteousness will be fully at home. So my beloved friends, with all that you have to look forward to, may you be eager to be found living pure lives when you come into his presence without blemish and filled with peace. And keep in mind that our Lord's extraordinary patience simply means more opportunity for salvation. This is the beginning of the wonderful news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. It starts with Isaiah the prophet who wrote, Listen, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way. He is a thunderous voice of one who shouts in the wilderness, Prepare your hearts for the coming of the Lord Yahweh, and clear a straight path inside your hearts for him. John the baptizer was the messenger who appeared in an uninhabited region, preaching a baptism of repentance for the complete cancellation of sins, for the complete cancellation of sins. A a steady stream of people came to be dipped in the Jordan River as they publicly confessed their sins, and they came from all all over southern Israel, including nearly all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. John wore a rough garment made from camel hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and honey of the wilderness. And this is the message he kept preaching. There is a man coming after me who is greater and a lot more powerful than I am. I'm not even worthy to bend down and untie the strap of his sandals. I baptize you into water, but he will baptize you into the spirit of holiness. 
God, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done to prepare us for relationship with Jesus. You've done it all. You've initiated it. You've prepared. You've called. You've equipped people. God, thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Help us to rest, Lord, today in your presence as we finish and pray through this devotional. Here's the quote. Where there is no fear, in like manner, there is no amendment. Where there is no amendment, repentance is of necessity vain. For it lacks the fruit for which God sowed it. That is man's salvation. Tertullian. Have you ever looked at an ancient ancient icon or historic Christian painting and struggled to tell what's going on? If so, you're in good company. While appreciating the beauty and reverence of these timeless works, the modern viewer is often left in the dark, unclear on who and what is depicted, and by extension, how to properly engage and appreciate such artwork. However, there is one figure that can always be easily identified, John the Baptist. How, you may ask? By his finger. Though commonly remembered for his unique diet and dramatic dress, John the, Baptizes, John the Baptist's finger is in many ways his most defining feature. For with it, he fulfills his primary role in the story of salvation. John points us to Christ, showing us where to go when we are disoriented. He helps us look afresh to Christ when we are confused and cannot see a way forward. In short, he reminds us often with great passion and urgency where our focus is meant to be. God, I just pause and say thank you. I need this today. I need to be reminded that you have given us what we need to see Jesus, to be pointed back to Jesus unhindered, undistracted. In the second week of Advent, we focus on the themes of preparation and repentance. As Isaiah 43, 40, verse 3 reminds us, In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In the busyness of this holiday season, your focus is likely scattered and pulled in a dozen different directions. Yet into this noise, each year, Christians are invited again to tune their hearts to the ancient words of the prophet, who proclaimed a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Mark 1 verse 4. Our Lord is coming. May he find us ready and waiting. Prayer for the week. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way of our salvation. O oh, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Reflective practice or an action step. It is impossible to give ourselves fully to multiple passions or pursuits. As such, we will take time this week to practice fasting, a timeless discipline that encourages attentiveness 
by eliminating distraction. To this end, consider today fasting from noise in a way that makes sense for your context. Perhaps you take a break from TV or music or podcasts, <laughs> go for a walk, drive in the car with the radio off, be creative, but remember we say no in order to say yes to something better. And Father, this resonates so much, so much. I thank you that your desire is for us so much more than our desire is for you, God. As we get frustrated sometimes, Lord, with how distracted we can be and really how shallow sometimes our relationship is with you, how, how I forget the depth of your longing for me, the depth of your longing for us. God, today, let us see us not so much pursuing you as, as removing distractions to see you pursuing us. <laughs> I love that, Lord. Oh, let us remove distractions so that we can see you pursuing us, God. Thank you, Lord, so much for your truth. Thank you for so much for this devotional. We love you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.